Hello and good afternoon and welcome um, to Tales of Two Teachers. What's it? Season two, episode season two. two. Episode three. Is it? Yeah. What was episode one? Uh, three. Yeah, even three. I know that. Three. 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 Sorry, episode three uh, with me, M. And me, M. And... B and H. Oh my God, it's gross. Doctor H. Doctor H. Unlike Doctor G, this is a real doctor we have. Not Doctor. Not James. not the sort of doctor that can help you with that rash of yours. <laughs> Brilliant. I'd, yeah, I can't have to keep putting that away, really. Shall I? Uh, but no, not an MD, but uh, a doctor of a different sort that we'll hear from uh, shortly. Um, so uh, yes, welcome. Thank you. And welcome back, um, B. I had very highbrow. The first doctor we've had. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Very highbrow. Probably the last. <laughs> almost, yeah. almost certainly the last. Um, we had lots of nice responses as well, um, B, from your uh, reappearance last week. Did you actually come up? One of the questions about that, let's go straight into questions, shall we? Oh, not God, they're not all about beers, I'm self indulgent. One of them is from uh, Jenny. Are you now three teachers talking? Well, we, okay. <laughs> we don't, we don't, I can't be bothered to rebrand it and redo the email. Because yeah. really, we had to do it once and we got almost sued. Technically, we? today we're four teachers, mm. aren't we? So, with that being the case, no. With two teachers. I'm not that important. <laughs> I she's am the like add-on. A, she's a groupie. Yeah. That we can't get rid of. Um, so no, Jenny, I don't think we are three teachers talking. Although in reality, really, um, we are, sort of. Although you've been well mean to me in the last few days. You said you don't even want me to be friends with you anymore. I'm not even going to get into this because it's very unprofessional on the How unprofessional? She was being... Right, anyway, listen, she was being... So B was being mean to me because I think we got on pretty well, I think. Uh, M told me I'm not his best friend. I, I said that we have other best friends. We're not having this conversation now because we've got a doctor with us. We need to be professional. Fine. <laughs> well, we are going for dinner, though, after this, us three, aren't we? We are. Yeah, we, we are good friends, really. It's just that sometimes she gets in a mood with me. So there we go. Um, yeah, so there you go, Jenny. There's your answer to that I'm question. Uh, um, this is from Ben. Um, how long do your lessons last? This is an interesting... Well, it's actually a dull question, but it's more interesting if we open it out. 55 minutes. Easy. Yeah. Now, I've taught in schools that have um, had lessons that were an hour, so basically 55. I've taught in a, a schools that had an hour and 20-minute lessons, mm-hmm. and I've taught in a school with a 100-minute lessons. So mm-hmm. I've been to different places that taught at different lengths. Um, yeah. And what about you, B? Have you taught always at 55 minutes? Because I know uh, you've An hour that. in my previous school. But sometimes, like I said, I have a double lesson where I have year 12s, mm-hmm. and then I have year 12s again, so it kind of makes it a two-hour lesson, which I quite enjoy, but... I think the thought of having a uh, hundred minute lessons, like we teach students to revise in 20 minute chunks. And I think that's a nice chunk of time to retain information. So I do think an hour is a, is a good lesson length. I think mm. that's pretty much spot on. I think attention span, like yeah. an hour is pushing it anyway, isn't it? From the science I, I really the do. research. I think so, so yeah. hundred really minute lessons so. that I used to teach. If you had a, a stinker of a class, oh my God, there was no escape. No one could help you a hundred minutes. There was nothing, it was just it's cruel to the end. Yeah, our 55 minute lessons here have only been in the last four years maybe it was oh. there was a restructure of the day when um, we incorporated a form time at the start of the day and then obviously a reading session mm. after lunch yeah so to incorporate that um mm. we had to we had to change the structure slightly yeah so I suppose Ben so just to finish that point there is no uh, prescriptive number lots of places do different ones but we use 55 minutes mm. um and they all fly by, actually. Short and yeah, They're always all over before they get started, or it feels like it anyway. And finally, from Zadie. What a wonderful name. Oh, How are we spelling that? Um, Z-A-D-I-E. Like Zadie, Zadie Smith. Zadie. Like Zadie Smith. Like it could that. be Zadie Smith. Could be. Um, oh, this is actually about um, B, though, so I hope not. What does B... 
Oh, what does the new, she's put here, what does the new teacher that keeps talking teach? I like the fact that she's, what does the new teacher that keeps talking? Keeps talking, <laughs> I'll be all Well, right. I suppose it is two teachers talking. So what is it you teach then, B? I don't think I teach geography, which is arguably the best subject, which is why you probably noticed, Zadie, that it gets slated an awful lot. She's a professional, oh, professional yes. colorer in. <laughs> Very good. You see, there we go. And um, so actually it's Doctor H, isn't it? So? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's it. So we can gang up on them. We yeah. can yeah. today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, geography. I also teach GCSE business. Yes. And history. And history. Yeah. And, you and I so. have uh, dotted about in creative arts as well. Mm. What did you do? What were you doing last oh, year? Oh, you sewing textiles. Sewing? I loved textiles and resma. Oh, my God. That's rough. Oh, I love it. Can't think of anything worse. Um, so you go, Zadie. Two of those questions are about B, so that's not like... They must just like her more. You should do your own podcast. They love you. <laughs> I actually do have my yeah. own podcast. Let me just plug it now. Uh, do you? No. Oh. <laughs> You should do a pa- you two should do a parenting one because our parenting podcasts are always on the highest listened to. So if you do do oh. a pa- you could just do your own parenting podcast. We we'd, have, we'd have to be good at it first, we? probably. <laughs> you know, oh. what, parenting or podcast? Good to outstanding. Yeah, yeah, both of the above. Indeed. Well, anyway, thank you for those three questions. Um, some more questions next week about you know us. Let's keep our egos growing. Less about B, more about M and M. Yeah. Yeah. Or teaching, you know, other things. They're not not about us. Um, but thank you for those questions. Um, Okay, so we're going to do what we always do when we have a guest on, aren't we? And I know, yep. Dr. H, um, you need to run off to have a, a flu jab or something. Yeah, really important. Okay, so we will need to get through Dr. H's potted history nice and quickly. So you, you're uh, actually one of like, many of our guests, Dr. H, who, doesn't, who didn't go straight into teaching, yep. like myself or... or um, you kind of did, didn't you, really? It's a career. Yeah, you have had a much more vibrant and interesting life. So tell us a little bit about your career path that got you into teaching. Well, it all started right here in this classroom not quite this classroom my current classroom so I actually went to the school oh. um, and then I went to college and did geography because it is the best subject obviously mm-hmm. uh, and then because I loved it so much I went to do it at university but before then I took a gap year so my geography teacher really inspired me um, mainly because she had had another career apart from being a geography teacher so she'd worked for Oxfam um, and that really kind of opened my eyes to international development. Mm. Um, so I spent my gap year travelling around India as well as teaching in India, which I absolutely loved. And what was that? What was teaching in India like? Uh, mind-blowing, <laughs> especially as an 18-year-old. And so at one point I had a class of 70, <laughs> uh, which I had to teach outside under a tree um, and teach them Indian geography, which they knew way more about it than I did. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that was a big thing. <coughs> <laughs> that, that, that was a bit of a uh, shock to the system, um, but absolutely loved to live in there. Um, absolutely amazing experience. Where else did you live in India? Um, in Karnataka. So if you go east from Goa, it's about southeast from Goa, mm-hmm. um, really rural part of southern India, um, in a mining town. So you had very poor kids, um, as it, but it was also a boarding school, so you had quite rich kids as well. So it was wow. really quite stark contrast, but in the middle of nowhere. Mm. Um, but uh, and then I spent time traveling around southern India as well. So, and when you were teaching those lessons in India, was it similar pedagogy to what you've been teaching for the last few years in, in the UK? Or was it very different? I'm not sure pedagogy came into it as no. an 18 year old and a gap year, to be honest, but um, getting through a, through a lesson, um, no, it was quite different. Um, uh, and certainly it was much more traditional style in terms of kind of more, I wouldn't say rope learning, but teaching from the front and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. students being very quiet and writing everything you said down. Um, <laughs> that would be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> what, what's that like? <laughs> um, yeah. and, and I was with another student and uh, 
we had obviously very different approaches having experienced teaching in a very different way in the UK mm. um, so it took us a while to adapt to them and vice versa wow. um, yeah. but no it was good cool Cool, cool. And so you was, and so that was at the tender age of eighteen. I know, but you um, weren't a doctor at that point, were you? No, I wasn't a doctor at that point. So she then, have been. I don't. <laughs> might have been a doctor at that point. Could have well, that would have been no, that would have been very, no. very good. Uh, so then I went to university in Leeds and did geography and loved it so much. Um, and then um, did a master's in sustainable development. So through, I got, really got into student campaigning at university. Um, on like third counselling third world debt, which I'm teaching about at the moment, and um, environmental issues and things, and that led to kind of being introduced to this um, master's course mm-hmm. on sustainable development, which again was an amazing experience because you got to um, work in lots of different sectors. It was a very practical master's course rather yep. than academic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, I went to work for the Environment Agency, and I was there for six years, um, working in the policy unit in Bristol. Um, so I was mainly Whitehall focused, so I was nipping back and forth to London all the time mm-hmm. um, and spending half my time kind of influencing government policy, particularly on regeneration at the time um, and the UK sustainable development strategy I was involved in writing. And then the other half of my time kind of working internally to across all the environment agencies um, parts of its business, so flood risk management and air quality and waste mm-hmm. and getting them to think more about people in their work. So. Um, I led on some UK research to do with environmental justice, so looking at poor environmental quality and deprivation, and led on that from from the Environment Agency. Sorry, I'm just laughing because for some reason it just sounded like we were in an interview there because I was going, mm, mm, mm. Like, it was like I was in a job interview interviewing. Sorry, carry on. No, no so so yeah, that so that was my kind of early career, and then I took a bit of a risk and um, left the security of a big organisation mm-hmm. and went to work in a consultancy. So that was a band of about eight of us at the time it was a it worked as a cooperative um, so we were all equal pay and um, flat management structure which I really liked all working mm. from home um, and that but still doing policy stuff so I led on climate change policy working with government and local authorities a lot of the time putting together government guidance and strategy guidance for local authorities and government on sustainable development and climate change so so you're quite a rich and and uh well, expansive career. What the hell did you decide to come into teaching in secondary school? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of people... The only way is down. <laughs> no, well, I took... Um, I ended up taking quite a career break. So I did about six, seven years in consultancy, and then I had my first child. Um, and my plan was to go straight back into work and carry on with it, and I absolutely loved the job. Mm. Um, the economic downturn hit due to changing government. Uh, which we won't mention because it's political, um, and um, everything kind of went downhill. But a lot got a lot of budgets got cut, and it just became really difficult to do that kind of work. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, I had my first child and couldn't bear the thought of leaving that child very young. So made the decision that I never thought I would, which was to to um, stay off work, and ended up taking nine years off because um, I had a second child and he was born profoundly deaf and he needed a lot of support mm-hmm. so ended up staying off work until he was in school mm-hmm. um, and then decided to go into teaching and it was something that I've always wanted to do it's always something that I always thought I would do at some point and it just seemed like the optimum moment to have a go really Jump in. Um, so full change of career and that is quite a lot that that is quite a big career shift isn't it yeah. 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 what's it like to sort of come to start again you know when you've had all that experience it must be 
hard to you know to be back on that sort of training route again what's that like because obviously yeah. a lot of the listeners will be thinking oh, maybe I can change and do something like this but mm. it was it was really hard I think it was more hard because I'd taken nine years off out of work completely that that shift was quite difficult um kind of training again um wasn't so hard because certainly as a consultant like you kind of you're thinking on your feet and training yourself all the time because if you if your client wants to find out about something and you don't know you flipping well train and find out and you know uh, upskill yourself pretty quickly so um that part of it wasn't hard and certainly kind of getting back into organizing yourself and things like that wasn't wasn't tough um kind of starting from the bottom if you like upwards and learning a new skill that's mm. that's quite mm. a big step mm. um and a very still s- steep learning curve but you yeah. met some fantastic teachers on I your did. interview day didn't you i did <gasps> yes. Yes. right from the start yes. right from the start <laughs> fun fact we interviewed together we did oh that's when we met each other yeah i remember the day you both turned up yeah, yeah. i can't um, remember we definitely built well, opinion meant, on it meant less. It meant less to you, probably. Clearly, I, don't, yeah. I just don't remember it. Yeah. And it was lovely because yeah, we've been together ever since. Oh, and so I have nice. got one more question. If that's okay. Um, obviously, you've got a passion for sustainability and sort of eco things in general. Yeah. That is something you've been able to apply in, and it's been encouraged mm. by the school to do. And you've had some, well, quite profound successes, I'd say, here yeah. at the school. Yeah. Going to talk through that. Yeah, no, I really, I, it's something that I. I mean, I didn't intend to do it's not why I came into teaching but um it's kind of been a nice add-on if you like and and I really enjoy doing that stuff outside the classroom with you know a group of kids that I don't necessarily teach so um I've been I ran the eco club with jointly with um, a science teacher and have carried that on over the last two and a half years ish mm-hmm. done some great work with that yeah, yeah so it's kind of so that's led to us getting eco school status this year which is I'm really really proud of um involved a lot of paperwork but um it's um was really good because we kind of did lots of little projects with the kids um and um has started to kind of gather a bit of momentum kind of much more widely within school so that's kind of involved lots of working with the estates team and um you know non-teachers in the school to try and organize things like waste um, and planting trees and things like that Ooh. and actually that part of the job I really enjoy so working with lots yeah. of different people and that's probably what I've taken from previous careers is working with lots of different groups and different people in the, in the and I haven't been involved directly with any of those things other than perhaps delivering some of the sessions that you've organized or sort of overseeing some obviously from a tutor perspective but certainly I can think of cutting down of plastic in school, reduction of carbon footprints in school, mm. like I said, planting of trees, creating habitat, and obviously getting people more Paper aware of... even as well. Yeah, and um, getting children interested in eco-clubs and being outside and trying to help the environment. It's been fantastic, really. I think I'd also add to that, you and I worked on a uh, the Model UN thing a couple of years ago, didn't we? Or, mm. or no, no, what was it? Um, no, it wasn't UN. What, COP? COP, COP26, yeah. isn't it? Yes, you and I did that. And the, the, work, the work you put into that, not just the eco side of it, but also the democracy side of it and the, the push for sustainability globally, you and I, I thought I really enjoyed that. It was my yeah. favourite ever things. Yeah. And the kids loved it as well. I think we organised a good little session. There. Yeah, I absolutely love that. I think, and, and the follow-on that we did this year with another history teacher mm. um, that we focused on peace, just seeing the students, and it was a small group of students considering the size of the school, but just seeing them kind of really 
shine and wanting to get to grips with the country that they chosen and research it and hearing them speak. I mean, the, the students that spoke in your session and oh, you know, yes. in, the, in the mock UN session that we did, you know, you've got mini politicians and future leaders yeah. there. They were just so articulate. It was amazing. It's kind of moving that, isn't it? When you, cause yeah. you put all that work in and you really want them to, you want to offer these opportunities and then when they come and they do those sort of things that, you know, you've worked on that, I've worked on it. Yeah. It's quite, it's quite amazing, really. And it just, it makes me think, it makes me want to kind of make more space in my lessons for them mm. to really have those, those opportunities, opportunities to, to speak because I feel like, you know, we're trying to get through so much content and, you know, we almost sometimes kind of limit them in terms of how much they can say and write, but actually they've got so much that they can express. Yeah, and, about, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. No, I'm definitely with you on that. And that, anyway, that was one of my favourite things we've done in, in since uh, you and I have been here, I think. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Well, thank you very much for coming on. It was fantastic. Wasn't Excellent. It? Yeah. yeah. What, what time do you have to do it? Do you have to go now? A couple of minutes. A couple of minutes. Before you go, can you just say North London forever? No. Oh. <laughs> That's a shame. It was odd. Yeah. Um, <laughs> B, would you like to do your little CPD push, please? Yeah, so I, I've not got my book with me today because I feel like there is time and place. And it's actually a small one today. Um, it came from a science teacher. We did um, the workshops that we spoke about last week that we've been running as a school, um, where I'm very lucky enough to be able to lead one of those. So we collaborate with teachers across departments. Um, and it gave us a really good opportunity to discuss kind of issues that we had in our classroom and, and ways we can involve students. Um, and one of them, I, I put a, a point out there saying that I was struggling with getting some of my students to respond to questions if we did hands-down questioning and they would just say I don't know I don't know and I find it very difficult to overcome that even if I restructured my questions it was still felt very forced so a science teacher suggested why don't you make it a bit more fun and I, I don't really know what you'd call this whether it would be called bouncing ideas or I don't know aggressive involvement I don't know what you would call wow. it um, but the idea <laughs> is when you've got a key concept or something so for instance if I said to Dr H right now um, what's the wearing away of the land called, you would hopefully say... Erosion. Erosion. Now, I might go to a student that I know would definitely know the answer to that to start with, but then I may then pick on a student that may be very confident outside of the classroom, but not maybe academically so, and then say to them, you know, what's... And, and just repeat the question. So they say it again. So they might say, what's the wearing away of the land? Erosion. And then point to somebody else, what's the wearing away of the land? Erosion. And just keep going round until everyone almost <laughs> makes it more of a game and a bit more of a a laughing thing saying and so everyone what is the wearing away of the land it's erosion and then she then said it worked very well in science because then she kind of went up to them like what's the wearing away of the land even around school so taking that kind of key concepts and key terms and making it more of a fun activity where everyone's involved rather than it being you're on the spot you need to know the answer mm. i remember i liked that idea you know when we explain um greenhouse effects and climate change and they always mm. get it the wrong way around and got them to stand in a chain and, and explain it one after the other and keep repeating yeah. it, because otherwise they're just completely... That's it, and, and hopefully, yeah. I think the big thing is, is that it's just trying to get those students that are confident outside of the room, but as I said, not academically so, just trying to get them to actually raise their voice in a classroom, but in a positive, constructive way. So mm. I thought that was really nice. I tried it with um, some students this week. We spoke about different development indicators, and it actually seemed to work very well. We all kind of were laughing and joking at the end about saying human development index multiple times um but it, yeah it worked well so i shall definitely be going with that and, and thank you to the science team for that that was a nice little plug it's a little less hysterical than the human development index isn't it <laughs> yeah. it wasn't coloring in that's what you think <laughs> for once <laughs> <laughs>
Absolutely. Okay, well, thank you very much for that little TNL uh, check. And I do like those. I do mm. like teaching and learning stuff. I always like to take little ideas away from you uh, that I can use as well. Um, now, don't you have now coming up? Well, what's next? I think we've got a quiz, but I think I think Doctor H is going to have to. Oh, for God's sake! Well, that, I, that, I was hoping Doctor H would be, and I might come. Not no, for... I think she was happy to avoid this oh, quiz. God. All right. Well, uh, Thank just, you, Dr. just H. before we do the quiz, can we just quickly say that Arsenal did beat Man City on Sunday, and I was it very, did. very over excited by that. We did. We had a great sporting weekend, actually. It was very good, wasn't it? Because you, you um, was we, we won as well. Everton played very well. Some miracle. I was very happy with my result. Um, well, Man United. Chelsea did win but I was annoyed by it bye Dr H thank you Dr H Um, but no overall I just wanted to plug that because I did say to my dad that I'd plug it and I'd hope Dr H would have said North London forever but she didn't can I just say um, if anyone's listening and they don't want to hear any more comments about the football that you can write in how can you write in (laughs) you can write in what write in to say stop talking about football yeah how can you you can write in to complain (laughs) maybe about Arsenal's current success if you'd like because there are very many bitter fans out there of other clubs that are Mm. Um, tales of two teachers at gmail.com if you'd like us if you'd like to get involved in football based banter or indeed you'd like us to stop in, in uh, getting involved in football based banter please let us know tales yeah. of two teachers we're at pretty gmail.com. desperate we're just like an email really so either way it's fine <laughs> I, I'm quite happy like three or four emails is more than enough we get ten then I will never get an episode done will we do you want to go head to head or do you, should we <laughs> Shall we compete together and see I if we can get more right? We could go head to head, but, but you're going to win that right. Let me I, just say not this necessarily. Now. A- M, uh, other M is a, is an, an art aficondo or whatever you call it. Aficionado. Aficionado. Yeah, that's the word. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I, I am. I know. I like art, but I know nothing about it unless it's Botticelli or Da Vinci or Monet or Manet or Cezanne or Picasso, like any of the famous ones. I have no idea. So... Yeah, but the problem you have here is I've been given the brief this week. Normally I decide it myself. The brief this week was I had to do an art-based quiz uh, which had points available for naming the art, naming the artist and where it's currently hanging. Yeah. But what they failed to (laughs) realise that actually doesn't matter how much you know about art, it's actually my description skills that you're relying on here. So we're going to go with... Basically, I know this is not a visual medium. So looking at pictures of art, it would be cheating. So instead, B's going to describe the painting yeah. and then you'll be as lost as we are at home listeners because then we've got to try and name those yeah. things. I think that the idea is that if we could see it, the, the listeners couldn't. So, so therefore fair, they couldn't it? take I will create parts. a visual picture for you. I mean, I have tested it on a couple of teachers and my husband and they agreed that the way I went about describing... Was awful. Was, was <laughs> unique, to say the least. Oh, my <laughs> God. Right, so... Abstract, you might say. Very good. Are we go, if we're going head-to-head, then, I think we should only get one guest, because others will be here for hours. Yeah. Really we, um, so we're not writing them down. Uh, is there any point you want us to write I mean, down? I've got ten questions. Mate, I'm going gonna, gonna to have no idea. Nobody okay. simple as that. You're going to win this. So. Uh, I'm not sure I am. Let's get okay. into it. How, how do we... Well, we're we're buzzing. buzzing. We're buzzing, yeah. I need, you know what, I'm actually going to buy you buzzers. I decided this the other day. Oh. Right, okay. Um, so this this is the first piece of art. Um, I would say this this art, this art person has a really good skin regime. I quite like the skin regime that Buzz. I can see here. Buzz. <laughs> you haven't even heard any more. You're that, that good at art? No, go on. Let me have a go. Mona Lisa? It is the Mona Lisa. Da, I, I was going to say... Da Vinci... She's had a shaving accident as well. Da Vinci and pretty sure it hangs in the Louvre in Paris. Has he got that right? He has got Three that points. Right. You're going to have three points? You that, need to get down, on. Oh, right. oh, like no, but I'm worried. Right. No, because these are all going to be the famous ones and he's going to know them all. I'm not going to know them all. I didn't know what she was talking about. A skincare regime. What does oh, that mean? Very, very soft skin. Oh, yeah. So, right, nice. I'll put M. It's nice to see that you're paying attention to the skincare. <laughs> in art. You've got to exfoliate. Um, <laughs> 
Right, that number two. Um, number two, they don't really like uh, a, a constant line, I would say. That's not a feature. Um, all right, well, it's got to be Buzz. Am, it's got to be Picasso, then, if you don't like a constant line. No, you're wrong. Okay, I, I get um, more clues. Get in. I feel like if, if you'd had perhaps a, a few too many waters, you might enjoy seeing this, and things may look like they're moving around, which is quite nice. Um, in the in the foreground, there are some buildings, which is which is quite nice to look at. And then it looks like it's a cheeky crescent moon on display as well. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Is it? Mm, is it Starry Starry Night? Wrong name of it. I can't believe Starry it. Night. Starry Night. Uh, Van Van Gogh, and uh, that would be in the. I have been Van Gogh Museum. No, you are wrong. I enjoyed saying that. Oh, it's is it the modern modern art New York? It's in the MoMA. Yes. The MoMA. And let me just say, when I went to see this, because Van Gogh is my favourite artist uh, of all time. Uh, honestly, I can't even explain. I actually felt very emotional yeah. looking at it. It was incredible. How many am I having for that? What can he have two or three? What do you reckon? Because I know he I got it. I feel like second. points are completely relevant at this they stage. He's going to just He's brag. Smash this, yeah. I hope the description is, is working. Are you happy with the description so far? Yeah, they were good. Okay. This person in this picture doesn't really like floral arrangements, I would say. They're doesn't not a fan like of floral arrangements. They're not a huge fan of that. Um, they still believe that we're in quarantine, I would say. They're, they're not keen on showing their face. Um, but they do like a sportswear on their head. Um, a little bit of a Buzz, is this, is this a Banksy? It is a Banksy. And is it... It's very topical, this one. Yeah, well. this is... I think it was fair... I think it was fair seen it, on a wall in the West Bank. How do you know this? Is My it? goodness, this is And um, What's it called? Uh, it, I mean, I just described it and I managed yeah, to get the like, name right. It has got two names. It's got a name in parentheses as well, which is like throwing flowers or something it's like flower that. Thrower. Flower thrower. Flower <laughs> thrower. Like but it's um, of a Palestinian well throwing flowers, yeah. and I thought that was very topical for right very now. Topical one, yes, and just uh, yeah. yes, that's, that's that was good description. That thank was good. you, thank you. Your knowledge, mate. Right, this exception. person um, has a tea towel on as a head garment. Oh, was It's go with a pearl earring. I was going to say that she loses her jewellery. Oh, God, um, I went. I saw the film with my mum when I was really young. Oh, I can't remember bloody. I mean, can I can I have the other points? Go on then. Go on then. Do you know? I'm having one. I don't know who painted it or where it hangs. I'm having one. Uh, it's Vermeer. Yeah. And Johans. Johans Vermeer. And I think I don't know how to say this probably. Is it the museum's called like the Mauritius or something like that? And yeah, it's in the Hague. I feel like I should know this because this is I think where <coughs> my auntie is from. It's the um, Hague. Yeah. It's, um, but yeah. She's not on trial though. No, she's not. In the Netherlands. Have you seen the Banksy version of it? No, No, I have have not. That is not on here either. Right, okay, next one. I'm hoping the listeners have not switched off at this point because... I think people would be interested. Right, this person likes a scallop. That's what I'm going to say. Likes a Uh, a scallop. scallop. It's quite the exhibitionist, but doesn't know when to to rein it in. Somebody next to this person is almost saying, cover up, cover up. You, You should wear... You know, some covering up and, and trying to offer them a blanket oh, to cover up. Uh, yes. Oh. Um, there's some other people on the other side throwing flowers, just thinking, take some flowers, cover yourself up. Oh, I. Is, it the, is it the birth of Venus? It is the <laughs> Venus. Botticelli. Botticelli. Oh, I Botticelli. And I think. Described. I think 
I remember this one because I think it was it's in Florence. Is it the Uffizi? It Uffizi is. Museum. Or but do you like that description? Gallery? I've just shown That's them a picture. Good. That's a very good description. Just saying, cover up. The reason I know that, if you've ever seen the program, the Medici, I think that was actually um, made for one of the Medicis. See, I thought it was the scallops that got you. Okay, now, next one. Next one. Um, these people don't like touching each other, it's quite evident. They're, they're not sure. Should I, shan't I? Can I touch it? Can I not? Uh, that's, that's where we're that's going. That's not a dilemma I've often faced. No, this is, this is no. a dilemma in this painting. Um, one of them just really doesn't care. Letting it all hang out, all is on show. The other person has quite a good groupie, quite a good gang behind them. Um, and they're, they're kind of flying. Uh, <laughs> kind of flying. What? Whilst the other person is kind of lounging back and just thinking, oh, this is lovely. You can touch me if you want to, but I'm not sure that I want to. Absolutely no idea. And um, the person that is flying is bearded and is clothed. Can I touch them? Bearded and clothed? They're almost saying, oh, should I touch you? Should I not? So I'll just use one finger. Oh, it's, uh, it's, it's God and Adam doing the old finger bashing. It is! Christ but what's it called? Uh, it, the, I don't remember, something like the birth of man or something. I don't know. So Michelangelo? It is Michelangelo. So that will be probably Sistine Chapel. It is. It's the creation of Adam. Mm. Did you like my description there? That was very good. I can have three points there. I, I had Thank to you. think about We're it. We're not even pointing anymore. You can have a point. No, I, this would have been more fun. We should have waited together on this. Because I think I we could have got them all between us. You don't need no, me here. So it's not working together. It's okay. you getting all the um, This point. one, this one, um, it's, there's a lot going on in this one. There's, there's an awful, I'm going to have to turn my phone to the side so I can describe it. There's a lot going on. Um, I mean, I imagine if I was going to draw an animal, like a bull, this is, this is what it would look like. That's, that's, that's how bad. I mean, you know, there's other, there's other things. There's also a horse with a, a light bulb above its head, which is an interesting one. Um, um, I'll have a guess at it, just because it's so sort of abstract. Is it Picasso's Guernica? It is Picasso's Guernica! Yeah. Uh, Guernica, the Spanish Civil And that is in the... Uh, Reina Sofia, Madrid? Well, you've just seen it on my phone, so I think you... Not help my glasses he would, on there. He would have known that anyway. He would have known that. Okay. <coughs> um, the next one has a beautiful headland in the background. I mean, the geology there is top class. Headland. Uh, they're now not knowing what a headland is. I feel very bad for you <laughs> listeners. Um, I'm going to go Buzz Turner. No. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Um, but it <laughs> looks very it. hot in this picture. It looks very hot in this picture because things aren't as they're supposed to be. In this picture, they're not as give, they're supposed to be. Give, give us a bit more. No, um, I mean, they definitely would be on time for things. Oh, Dali! It's gonna be Dali with melting clocks in it then. What's it called though? I've no idea. With the melting clocks, it looks like there's a dead horse on the floor, but it could be a dead horse. But that could be my terrible interpretation. Um, should know this. Can't think what it is. Um, I, I can the persistence it. of memory. Where's Where's that? Where's that, that? Where's that one? It's in the moment. Moza. One of the worst artists of all time, darling. I've never understood. Oh, Controversial. No. Pointless. Don't say that. Just because there's a geography headland in it, is that what it is? No, it's just rubbish. Is, it in? Rubbish is that what it is? Right, okay, wrong. this one I think I've described fantastically. I tested this earlier on a member of staff here and they thought it was a top Can you stop playing footsie with me because it's getting me excited? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Actually, that was me. Like... <laughs> <laughs> this looks like, I would say, two politicians looking like they're trying to get out of something, out of a situation that they have created. Um, with what could be described as quite an aggressive weapon, but I wouldn't say it's a weapon. Uh, it has another has another choice. Um, you with me at all? Two politicians trying to get out of something with an aggressive. They look weapon. quite. They look like they've done something wrong. They've got that kind of 
embarrassed look on their face, but also one of them then looks very angry. Do you remember the um do you remember the person when they did the dog barking impression and the wife was just stood behind looking at them? I've got uh, uh, no idea what I'm no, okay. no, I don't even know what you're Right, I'll give about. you more of a description then. There's a there's a church in the background. This person uh that's looking quite upset and a bit disturbed is has got a little brooch on and the necklace. Uh, he's not wearing, he's not holding a pitchfork, is he? Is he wearing holding a pitchfork? Have I, have I described an offensive weapon which isn't a weapon? Well, that could be the pitchfork. That's that one with that bloke standing outside that barn of the church. I think he's like an old Puritan. Yeah, or something. No. Say, like Mormons or something. Don't know what it is. What That's it is. correct. That is what oh. I've been describing to no, you. See? I, I, I can call. picture. I don't know. American Gothic. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. It is. But who's it by? It's not Whistler, is it? No? Nope. No, I did. Grantwood. And where is it? Uh, Momo. No, it's in Chicago. The yeah, it's cheap. Okay, last one. This is the last one. Uh-huh. That was so quick. Well, we started off very well here between us. Well, not and we, you. Um, this has gone I have gone for some classics. Right, this one know. looks like they love a sedimentary rock because the, the colours in this, the layers are just insane, uh, I would say. Um, there's some people that you could just about make out that they're people. They're, they're not really paying attention. They're looking the wrong way. Um, there's a wooden element in it, but you have to imagine that that's a wooden element. Um, this person is looking very worried. Oh, very it's, it's Monk Scream, isn't it? When the people on the bridge are turning <laughs> their backs. Edvard Munch Scream. Uh, scream, and that would be in. I think it's called the, the Munch Museum, but it, what it is is actually sort of the National Gallery of Oslo, isn't it? It, it is. But did you know, fun fact, there are actually three originals of this painting, funnily enough. Mm. Three originals? There's, well, there's a painting, there's a line drawing, and then there is, uh, I want to say a pencil or something, but two of them are in private collections mm. and are not of public show, and one of them, yes. And that was the stolen, Museum. wasn't it? That one uh, was the one that was stolen and then returned. Um, but there you go, look, sedimentary rock. Layers. Yeah, oh, yeah, and they stood on the bridge, isn't that lovely? There you well, go. I mean, that and was. That was it. That, that utterly, was the quiz. That was the one. That is, I think that's the worst humiliation anyone suffered in a quiz. No, oh, we, I don't remember, know about remember that. The, the capital city as one. That was. Was that a thrashing as well? Pretty humiliating. Uh, yeah, me on her. Oh, I see. Not me on you. Oh, right. Brilliant. You would still win anyway. Well, that, let's add that up. So I got one, two, three, four out of yeah. 30 available points. You got three, six, eight, nine. 11, uh, 14, 17, 19, 20 out of 30. So, well, um, that was quite Room for improvement. Room for improvement. Room for improvement there. Um, what would be nice is perhaps maybe thirds. if somebody would like to write in and you could check before, maybe midway through the week, and tell me what they would like to have a quiz on. Yeah. Oh, that's a good that idea. That would be nice. I, do yeah, I don't think we should be, we shouldn't be doing our own quizzes. If anybody would like to suggest a quiz. Mate, you, you, you don't even, you can just get her to do the quiz every week. Look at that. Unbelievable scenes. But that can I just also, I'd love to see people's time. opinions on this. They'd like to write in. Yeah. Uh, I was told last week that my film quiz was too difficult. So I'd like to see people's opinions It was hard. On that. It, was, it was tricky. I think it wasn't, it was just yeah, difficult. There we go. That quiz was, that quiz was for me impossible for you, the easiest thing ever. Uh, clearly not. I got sixty-six percent. I feel like my description was. Uh, well, yeah, that was, was very good. That was, well, that was very good. That was the best I part. Got going. Yeah, I quite no, enjoyed that. But no, I, I was very impressed. There. I, I'm yeah. I'm in awe, really. Of your but I would love to hear what the, the listeners would like to have a quiz on. Absolutely. So please let us know. We would love to do quizzes. I know that sometimes, genuinely, people message in and say, "Oh, I, you know, I played along with the quiz and." Some of our colleagues play along in the car, don't they, and stuff? Yeah. Um, so if you would like to suggest a quiz, talesoftwoteachers at gmail.com. Try to avoid 
Well, actually, you could do football, but I think, I don't know, it depends what the questions were. We don't want a lot of football. We have never done a football quiz, That's so it would be do good for one week. Uh, you could ask us quizzes. If you asked us about cricket, we'd both get zero, probably. Yeah. You know a bit of cricket, I know nothing. So, Rugby, you do well, I wouldn't. Star Wars, I'd do well, you wouldn't. Yeah. I'd like quite like to um, be to do, like... A music round where she sort of like the, sings the, the DJ sing round, it. like sings it in her own, yeah. her own version of it. All right, in a club style. Or in a really? club style. Okay. Yeah. Would you like me to bring in one of my daughter's musical instruments and just try and play the tune? Yeah, that, that would be, be well good. On a maraca. That would be very good. Yeah. I would enjoy that. Get yeah. the recorder. Ruin some good classical school. music with that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'd enjoy that. But if you would like us to do any other types of quizzes or as ever any questions, tales of two teachers at gmail.com. Um, but I, uh, yeah, that's it. that's it from me. That's and now, it. now we're all off for a lovely meal together. We yeah. are. Isn't that wonderful? See, so look, is. we are best friends, really, see? Or at least sort of best friends. Yeah. We're best friends. You two are. Apparently not me. Yeah. Okay. Um, so for this week, it's mm. good. And in fact, we'll have one more next week, won't we? And then that's it for a couple of weeks. It's half term. That's it. Yeah. So a last one for, oh my God, we've hardly done any this term. We've been so busy. Yeah. Uh, goodbye this week from me, Em. And it's goodbye from me, the winner. And goodbye from me. See you later. Bye. Bye.